Hello and welcome to A Reader's Book Corner. I'm your host, Teresa Beasley, and today we're discussing Waning Innocence by Tyra Moody. This is book three in the Serena Manchester series, and this is about a mother pleading to find her missing daughter because she believes the boyfriend may have something to do with it. And Serena is called in. So now Serena is asked by Queen Bradley to help her friend Portia find her missing daughter Layla. And it's kind of strange the Queen is coming to Serena for help because they don't like each other. Queen was trying to take Serena's man, Trey Evans, who is now Minister Trey Evans, but it didn't work. So that's why they have this like feud between them two. They don't really care for each other. Now, Queen put aside their differences because her friend Portia really needs Serena help, Serena's help. And she knows that Serena is good at what she does. So Serena meets with Portia to get information on what happened to Layla and to establish like a timeline for when she was last seen, who she may have talked to last until the time that she went missing. Now Serena has her little team together. She's got Letitia that does the research and she's got Amir who helps with like technical things and actually like goes with her to investigate stuff. And also Amir has friends in high places which comes and which helps out later on in the book. So, as Serena starts to investigate the disappearance of Layla, they find out that Layla's boyfriend, Donovan, is found dead. Now, this poses a whole new problem because people are thinking that Layla has something to do with his death, which is all the more reason that they need to find her as soon as they can. Now, Serena is trying to find her and help clear her name, but Detective Moses won't make it easy for Serena. Detective Baldwin and Detective Moses are working on Donovan's murder case while Serena is working on Layla's disappearance case. And of course, you know, there's crossover. Things that might have been connected to Donovan is also connected to Layla because Layla and Donovan were in a relationship. Um, I believe they broke up at some point, but they are in a relationship. They run with the same people. So, of course, Moses and Baldwin are going to clash sometimes with Serena in investigating, which they do anyway. They did it in previous books, so they do kind of clash with her. But it's funny to me that in the three books that I've read with Serena and Moses in it, she always finds out things before they do. And then <laughs> she always ends up having to share information with them that sometimes is like helpful to them as well as to her so it's just kind of funny that he's always getting on her about being in cases or butting in and sometimes it's a good thing that she has butt in to the investigation now i guess when you have more money it brings more problems and the families in this book are no different some rich people with their yachts and their fancy clubs and, you know, their exclusive clubs and who believe that their children don't do any wrong, you know, even though Donovan was kind of off the chain in the book. I see why someone would have wanted to take him out because he's one of those rich kids that parents probably get him out of a lot of trouble. He's used to getting his way. And I think he was kind of like that in the relationship that he had with um, Layla. Now, most rich kids also hang out with other rich kids, ones that they may have grown up with, ex expecting things to change, and when they do, 
they don't expect things to change rather and then when it do when it does change they can't accept it so that causes conflicts like in the inner group which this book ha has that too but you know in saying that that's where the juicy drama comes in and it keeps you wanting to know what serena will discover while she's investigating because now she's had to step into this arena with these rich people in their yachts and their balls and their dances and you know their air of ways and so now she's kind of having to step in and talk to and interview different people in the in this group of of friends and family to try to find out what happened to Layla and I don't think Layla might have came from money I think she just kind of became friends with Mary Kate whose family has money and then she ended up dating Donovan and so that's why she stayed within that inner group I don't think she I didn't take it as she already had money and she was already in the inner group I think she just kind of came into the inner group because her and Mary Kate were friends in college and just kind of stayed hanging out and became roommates so that gives you like a nice little suspect list that Serena has to go through and she has to interview, you know, Layla's, you know, she did talk to Layla's mom and everything, but she has to talk to her friends and the people that was at this wedding that she attended that happened to be on this yacht, um, yacht club. And she has to interview all those people and she has to interview Mary Kate and her people and Donovan's brother. So there's like a whole list of people that could be on the suspect list. So she has to narrow it. She has to narrow the whole suspect list thing down. So like I said, she had this nice suspect list and any of those people could have harmed Layla. Um, and some of them could have been the ones that took Donovan out. You just never know. <clears throat> so she has to narrow this down to who would have would have had the most to gain in these two people being out of the picture. Who would have had the most to gain with taking Donovan and Layla out of the picture? Or did Layla take Donovan out of the picture? We don't know. Now I will say this this mystery here, this book three, was a little tricky for Serena and, and for me as well. Because I hadn't, I had the list of my suspects. I narrowed it down to two people, but didn't know which one would have had the nerves to do to kill Donovan. So I had my two people. I got it down to my two people, but I just didn't know which one out of those two would have wanted to take Donovan out and kind of frame Layla Ford. And I say that because I was still trying to find out if Layla would be found. Did something. Does she just like take off or did somebody kidnap her or, you know, did she just decide this just wasn't for her and she was just going to go on her own? You know, I was trying to figure out what happened to her and then the two suspects that I had, it would have helped me figure out who was the actual culp culprit, the criminal in the situation. But I still had to find out what actually happened to Layla just like Serena had to find out what actually happened to Layla before she could find out technically what happened to Donovan Tyra keeps you in suspense with this one um and I it was suspenseful until the last few chapters of the book before like the reveal um of the twist and you find out who the culprit is now I was shocked because I was like way off <laughs> I was way off on this one <laughs> I did get one thing right from the the following Serena's clues that she was investigating but 
I was caught off guard when the actual culprit was revealed. This was also different for Serena because Trey kind of pitched in in this particular um, investigation, which normally he doesn't. But this one, since he was friends with Donovan's older brother, Mark Tucker, he kind of like pitched in and gave like a couple of suggestions and, and opinions, which normally he doesn't do. So that was a nice little change. Um, and like I said, Tyra never disappoints when I'm reading her books. Serena's investigative skills in this particular book, Waning Innocence, to me were the best. Um, and just when I believe she had it figured out, a new clue was presented and it was like starting all over again, which I liked the journey of starting all over again um, with trying to figure out the clues. And like I said, rich folks will keep you on your toes. When one of them, one of their own dies, there's like a whole situation that you got to unravel. It's like a whole bunch of things that you have to unravel when it comes to, you know, the rich folks in this book. Now, I'm not saying all rich people are like this. Don't get me wrong. Don't take it the wrong way, folks. I'm just saying in this particular book, the people that, the rich people in this book, it was like a whole lot of stuff that had to be unraveled to get to the actual culprit of this whole situation with the disappearance of Layla and with Donovan being killed. Um, and I do believe that I, I'll say this. I'm not saying that Donovan wasn't a nice guy. He just, he just had some bad tendencies that ultimately got him killed in the book. Um, and like I said, I don't think all rich people are like that. I'm just talking specifically about the rich folks that's in this particular book. And Mary-Kate, who was supposed to be Layla's best friend, should be ashamed of herself. After what she did to Layla, she should be ashamed of herself. Um, now, Wallace, who was actually like an extended friend, Wallace was a mystery to me. But some of his issues, they do come out in the book, but I'd like to know a little bit more of what's going on with Wallace. Now, Mark, um, Donovan's brother, he... He, he was like a little intimidating, but I did believe he really wanted to help Serena find Layla, but he was a little bit intimidating because I, I kept feeling like he had feelings for Layla and he just didn't want anybody to know it. It just seemed like he, yeah, I think he had a little crush on her. He was feeling her and just didn't want his brother and the others to know it. But he did come off when you first meet him as a, a very intimidating person in the book. Um, now, the character that took the cake for me was Ashton. Ashton was Mary Kate's fiance, but then they actually did get married. He became her husband. So, Mary Kate's husband, Ashton, that dude was off the chain in this book. Now, I thought Donovan was bad, but Ashton kind of takes the cake. Now, I believe he was like borderline abusive because he comes off very controlling and narcissistic. Um, and at one point, one of the characters does call him that because Ashton likes things to go his way. It has to be his way or no way. And he he's kind of sneaky. He was kind of sneaky too. So he was the character. I was like, I got to keep my eye on him. Um, and this is why people have to choose their friends wisely and be careful of the company that you keep. Sometimes some people you just need to walk away from. And you tell that you could tell that from this book. I was kind of presently surprised. Um, now this book did end with me wondering if Serena would get hired by one of the other yacht owners, because um, there's like a scene in there that after seeing how well she did 
with this missing person case and helping with the whole Donovan situation. I'm like, okay, she might get hired by this other particular yacht owner. And it might be even trickier than this. So, I don't know. Is that a hint for book four, Tyra? Could there be another book in the Serena Manchester series, mystery series, that um, that little ending part could maybe, you know, from a little conversation within the book, it could hint to another book? I think maybe. Hopefully. I'm just throwing that hint out there, Tyra. That is our discussion on Waning Innocence by Tyra Moody. And as always, before we wrap up, I want to tell you a little bit about the Arthur. But I just want you guys to think, um, you don't have to read Serena's mystery books. I don't think you have to read them like in order. But it would help you to know Serena a little bit better if you start with her prequel book, Hostile Witness, and then read them in order. Um, I'm just a stickler for reading series books in order. That's just me. But that doesn't mean that you have to do that. I just think with Serena's character, it is you would know her a lot better if you start with the prequel, Hostile Witness, and then read her other books in order. I think you will get a lot more out of the books, and I think you would enjoy the character a lot better and the mysteries that she's solving. Um, that's how I started with the series and how I was introduced to Serena Manchester and I think it would be better if you do it that way than just jumping into one of the books. That's just my opinion. Take it with a grain of salt, but I think you would have a better experience and you would be more in tune with Serena's character and what she's going through and the mysteries that she's solving if you start with that prequel hostile witness. Now, as I said before, before we wrap up, let me tell you a little bit about the Arthur Tyra Moody. Tyra Moody is the author of Soul Searcher Mysteries, which includes Cozy Mysteries, Women Sleuth Mysteries, and Mystery Romance under the Christian fiction genre. Her books include the Eugenia Patterson Mysteries, Read Family Mysteries, Serena Manchester Mysteries, and the Victory Gospel Series. In 2022, she began working, writing books for children under her pen name, T.M. Moody. Check out the African American History for Kids series and the African Americans in STEAM series. When Tyra isn't writing or working for a literary client, she's either loving on her cats, listening to an audiobook or a podcast, binge-watching crime shows or Marvel movies, and of course, thinking about the next book. To contact Tyra about book club discussions or to sign up for her newsletter, visit her online at tyramoody.com. You can also connect with her on the socials from her website. <clears throat> I wanna th um, all her books can be purchased on amazon.com or barnesandnoble.com and other um, places where you, where you purchase books. I want to thank you for tuning in to episode 95, Winning Innocence by Tyra Moody. And remember, listeners, if you would like to suggest the indie book or Arthur to be featured, feel free to contact me at arthurtabeasley at gmail.com. Until next time, happy reading.